0: And welcome once again to another Plain Answer here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf. In the studio with me today, the Rev. Mark Diedrich. Good to be here, Dan. And we have some special guests with us today also, Jeremiah and Julie Diedrich. Welcome.
1: Uh, Thanks, Dan. Hello.
0: It's nice to have you all here. Um, If anyone knows the Diedrichs, Jeremiah and Julie, it's kind of a hint as to what we're going to talk about today. And um, Jeremiah, maybe you can help get us started. Um, Both of you are missionaries. Can you just briefly describe what you're involved in?
1: Yeah, we serve with uh, Wycliffe Bible Translators, and uh, I'm a pilot and mechanic. Uh, Julie's a mechanic, aircraft mechanic by training. And we've been uh, serving in Brazil since 2006. Mm. And Julie, you're a mechanic.
2: Yeah, but my main job is I homeschool my kids. (laughs) So the mechanic is a side thing right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's so neat. Considering I myself know almost nothing about engines, and you could probably fix my car for me. <laughs> um, what do you do in Brazil as you serve with Wycliffe, just briefly?
1: Uh, being pilot and mechanic down there, uh, our job is to provide safe air transportation mm. to uh, the missionaries that are working down there, flying them into remote locations, and uh, also doing all the maintenance work and upkeep on the aircraft.
0: Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a situation in the air where you got afraid?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, mm. yes. <laughs> yes. There, there are times yeah. there, it has its moments it Amazon probably, weather yeah. can, can yeah. give you some start sometimes
0: now uh, there 's a whole nother story here today that we want to talk about, and it relates to children, and it may surprise our listeners that uh, we 're going to be talking about children today, but you're you 're on the field and uh, serving serving as a missionary pilot and a mechanic. And you have, um, you have some children. You have, what, two children. Then, what was it, maybe um, not quite two years ago, the Lord gave you a pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And can you help us understand uh, what you went through there on the, on the missions field with that?
2: Yeah, well, we were at a point in our life where everything was just going great, and it was the perfect time for us to, to have a new member of our family. And Miriam mm-hmm. and Nehemiah um, who were seven and five at the time, were just so, so excited for a new baby. Mm -hmm. We were all just really excited. And um, in the mission community, it kind of feels like a family. So it wasn't just us. It was the whole family, the whole missions community there that was really excited. Mm -hmm. Um, And so um, when when I was about 21 weeks pregnant, um, we went in for the first ultrasound. Um, We took the kids with us because they were all excited to find out if it was going to be a brother or a sister. Um so it was it was really really exciting for the whole family to go in to get this ultrasound and when we were in there, we had the kids with us, and it was Jeremiah and I and the doctor and um I'll never forget looking at the ultrasound screen and looking at the doctor's face and just the silence hmm. and thinking that doesn't quite look like what we expected and then yeah. the doctor asked us to to ask the nurse to take the kids out of the room and then he just said, There's a lot of problems with this baby and Uh-oh. The more he looked, the more things he found wrong. He found that she had uh, missing bones in her legs, um, mm. missing bones in her arms. Her hands weren't right. Her feet weren't right. Her heart—I um, guess the most critical two things were that her heart was had some deformities and her lungs—they just weren't developed. And mm. and he told us then, there's just there's no way this baby can live because of the lungs. Really? There's a lot of other problems, but they're secondary to the fact that. The baby wouldn't even be able to take a breath of air oh um, and that was just such a huge shock there's There's nothing that can prepare you for right. for that shock and and I always tell people like if if you had told me the day before that happened that it was going to happen, I would say I could never handle it, but yeah. you know when it happened right away, God gave us the grace to be able to handle it, and you know it was so hard and and we cried and but God really did did give us the strength to deal mm-hmm. with it um so, and then yeah so
0: you 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 had your visit there you had your ultrasound you realize oh no um the baby that we've been hoping for praying about has severe deformities mm-hmm. and and so you you leave the office must be with a heavy heart.
2: Yeah, it was really hard. We were we were in there for a really long time, and when we left, there was a huge lineup outside, and we were just crying. And the mm-hmm. kids were, were like, "What? You know, what is it? A boy or a girl? And, and we just said, just wait until we get into the car. And then right. we, we told them everything. And um, we had told them to celebrate. Afterwards, we would go out for ice cream. And then mm-hmm. we, afterwards, obviously, it wasn't feeling celebratory, but we didn't know quite what to do. So we went out for ice cream anyway. Yeah. And um, the really neat thing that um, God used to encourage us at that time was Nehemiah, who was five years old, a really, really silly, silly little kid. And in his very silly little way, he he said, you know, God is in charge of everything. Mm -hmm. And God is always good. And God can never be bad. And God is in charge of everything. And that really, God did use that to encourage us and to tell us that he is good when things are not going well. God is still good. And God is still in control and um we can we can rest in the fact that mm-hmm. he's good even when things aren't going well. And J-
0: Jeremiah, what was going through your mind at this time?
1: Oh, I mean it was probably the most terrible feeling of of mm. you know, of my life honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean it just you know, silently sitting there in the ultrasound room and you know, just in my mind saying, oh, God, mm-hmm. no, please, no. Right, please right. let her be okay. You it's know? like a bad dream let this, almost. Let this, like, this let wake up from okay, this. You know? Yeah, It was a, a terrible feeling and like, how can this be happening? Yeah. And, you know, what Julie said really is true is is we were were wholly insufficient to deal with it. <laughs> and God knows us as his children mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. gave us the grace that we needed to... to in the middle of having our hearts broken, to trust him mm-hmm. and to know his goodness and to know his love.
0: Now, Grandpa, you heard about this and I, and what was a, going through your mind at the time.
1: Yeah, we, we
3: had a Skype uh, call from them. And I, I actually don't remember the exact thing, but mm-hmm. we had already been scheduled to go down and visit them in Brazil. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, I mean, it was just... A lot of things going through her mind uh will, will how will this affect them how uh, will this little girl grow up will uh, yeah. he, there's so many questions still unanswered you know how deformed will she be um, mm-hmm. you know of course she 's precious we we loved her and and um we just didn't know what to say and, and also you know, you, you, you pray about this, uh, God could heal her just yes. miraculously. No question. And, and, of course, we prayed for that, too. Oh, yeah. You know, we just uh, desired that. But then we uh, also, you know, recognize sometimes uh, equipment doesn't work right. We knew a couple once that yeah. were told that their their baby had no brain and they should abort it. And they said, no, we're not going to do it. And mm-hmm. second time they had the ultrasound, they said, oh, well... No, there is a brain there Isn't after that all, something? and yeah. and, uh, and so they yeah. they, you know, the couple said they were going to quit while they had a head, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was <laughs> one of those things. That, yeah, but well, well, so we so we didn't know. So we did go down. Yeah. Okay. And, and uh, you can just to continue the story, we went down there the second day we were there. Jeremiah and Julie uh, went back to the doctor for another ultrasound, and and they can pick it up at at that point. Yeah, that was okay. the third
1: time we had gone in for an ultrasound and within within a week of that first ultrasound um you know we were back for two more and that second one um you know with my parents there and them watching the kids but they're at the doctor's office while we were in there the uh, doctor doing the ultrasound you know he looked at her lungs and he said mm-hmm. wow you know I've never seen this in all of my years practicing medicine, and, and mm-hmm. this guy was a pretty old doctor, you know. Mm-hmm. He said her lungs are are expanding; the fluid that was around him is going away. Interesting. And he said, "I I don't want to say too much, but I will say this: she may have a chance to survive." Hmm. And what here in in this city in northern Brazil, you will not receive. The medical care that she is going to need if she can survive. Right. And he said, if if I were you and my advice to you, it would be to go back to the United States, find the very best hospital mm-hmm. that you can find to deal with this type of situation, and go back and see if there's anything that they can do for this, right. this little girl that you're expecting.
0: Well, what we'll do is we'll take a short break and uh, on the other side, we'll talk more about what happened after that and how you came back to the States, etc. Today, on A Plain Answer, we have uh, the on uh, Jeremiah and Julie, who are missionaries with Wycliffe, as well as their Jeremiah's dad, uh, Mark Diedrich. I'm Dane Elmendorf. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
4: We'll be right back with our program in just a minute. Now a reminder that your gifts to this ministry enable us to bring you thoughtful, Christ-centered programming 24 hours a day. Would you prayerfully consider helping us with a tax-deductible gift this month? Redeemer Broadcasting is a 501c3 not-for-profit broadcast ministry. We're entirely listener-supported and have no advertisements. If you would like to help support us this month and perhaps in the future, Our mailing address is Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. Once again, Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. Stay with us now for the second half of our program.
0: And welcome back. You're tuned to A Plain Answer right here at Redeemer Broadcasting. Before the break, Jeremiah and Julie you were sharing about uh, your baby. It was in uh, mm-hmm. Julie's womb and the problems with that little child. And now um, you've gone back to the doctor two, three times, and it sounds like there was some hope that uh, the lungs were were starting to take shape, and they were in better shape. Let's... Um, Talk about this more and your trip to the states
2: well the the decision to go to the states um, it was it was a very obvious decision, but it was also really hard because we thought about um, well we all of a sudden just packed up our house and left, left our home in Brazil, and we weren't really sure if we'd ever be back because we knew that right. with all the problems she had and with all the medical care she'd need if she lived. Um, that wasn't available to us there. And so it was really, really hard thinking what we want most in the world is for our baby to live. But probably the second most thing we wanted was to be able to come back to the life that we loved and that we felt like God had called us to. You were called to it, So that was a very, very hard thing to do is to pack up and say goodbye to our our life there and not know if we'd ever be able to come back.
1: Mm -hmm. It was really like the greatest sense of Of not knowing what the future held that I think we'd ever experienced because Hmm. what Mm -hmm. the doctors had told us is they said you know she this this baby she could die at any time Mm -hmm. she may not survive even until you fly to the States she may not live until she's born or she may live you know for for years after we just don't know what to tell you right and so you know for for us never knowing the next day if we would still have her with us never knowing if you know we were going to be coming back to our home in brazil if we were going to be able to to take our little girl home if we were going to be able to care for her you know it really truly was having to turn everything over to god because mm-hmm. we truly had no idea what the next day looked like mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. again it was one of those things that should have been immensely hard, but God gave us the grace to trust him in a way that we'd never experienced before. Mm -hmm.
0: So that was a surprise, too, how that God gave you this unusual strength at the very point it was needed for the next day, for the next two days.
1: Yeah, for for all the way through, for every doctor's visit, mm -hmm. every new piece of information, every next step of the Mm -hmm. way. God gave us the grace that we needed, when we needed it, and, you know, it showed in our lives his faithfulness, mm-hmm. his love for us, and his faithfulness to us every step of the way.
0: Now, this baby starts to mature in the womb, and you get closer and closer to having the baby. Um, did, did did she come premature?
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, uh... I'll back up a little and say that we, we flew to the States on uh, September 25th, mm-hmm. 2011. Um, we had our first doctor's visit on September 26th. And, you know, the day after, I mean, we were jet-lagged and everything. Oh, my. And we headed down to uh, New York Presbyterian, uh, Morgan Stanley Children's Hospital. So you got and, lined up with a good hospital. It was It was one of those things where, you know, when Dr. Rafael in Brazil had said, go to the States and find the best hospital you yeah. can. I said, how in the world do you do I this? I not do that. I'm in Brazil. And so <laughs> I went online and I looked up the uh, the uh, top ten hospitals in sure. the U.S. by specialty. And I said, well, you know, neonatology and and children's hospitals. And it's got to be close to where we were going to be staying with my yeah. parents um, in in New York. And so... Here it is Good on, on, I think, number six on the list was the, the Morgan Stanley Children's Hospital at New York Presbyterian. And so we had emailed them, and my mom had made a few calls there, Good. explained the situation. They said, yeah, bring your records mm. from Brazil, yeah. come. And we, we got there the day after we arrived and did a whole battery of tests and stuff that first day.
3: Yeah. I just want to inject here, the, the, you know, how God's people uh, surround you uh, with that when we 're looking, it had to be close we 're looking New York City, Albany, yeah. Philadelphia, someplace like that and and when the word went out that this was you know a problem with the pregnancy and we 're looking for the best hospital we can find, we had uh, an email from uh, and a contact from one of my former parishioners in illinois hadn 't seen them in a couple of years. But uh, they had moved to Philadelphia, and they were just so generous, and they said, we've got mm-hmm. one of the best hospitals here. If you come here, we'll put you
1: up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and yeah. it's just
3: God's people just gathering around as well. Yes, at a with time support. Like this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: And we were we really were lifted up and encouraged so many times by so many people. When we went to uh, leave Brazil, um, the other pilot that works with me in northern Brazil was on furlough at the time, and it meant shutting down the aviation program for several months, which was a really big thing. And my supervisor said, you know, don't worry about it. God's first Mm -hmm. call on your life and your responsibility is to care for your family and to do the very best for your family. Mm -hmm. And God has a plan in this. And as I went calling the different missionaries and the different organizations that we're flying for and canceling the flights they had scheduled and saying, I'm sorry, but we're going to be gone and this is why. Just an overwhelming response of saying, you know what, God is sovereign. He's in control it's like of this. like the Lord went before. He yeah, is yeah. He is mm. affecting our lives through this and guiding mm-hmm, us mm-hmm. into his plan through this situation that's occurring with you. Mm. Go, and we will be praying for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know. So when, after after several visits to uh, the hospital uh, in New York City, we, uh, we're coming back with you know, more and more bits of information yeah. that were saying, she might be okay, she might be okay, she might be okay. Um, that makes
0: for a roller coaster experience emotionally. Mm-hmm. Oh, it it really oh, does.
1: Um, and the one thing that was really encouraging to us is as soon as we got to the hospital there, um, you know, we had, we had uh, made the decision to uh, name our daughter Anna and Anna, Anna and she was, uh, you know, it was one of those things we'd like the name and and the uh, biblical character of Anna, who spent her life in the temple worshiping God, that's neat. Um, you know, and hmm. when we got to the hospital, Anna was their patient. It wasn't Julia's that's their beautiful. patient carrying Anna, but Anna, so even that, though she was unborn, even with all unborn these problems child in the womb she was the patient is the patient. and um, that's a beautiful it, thing. It was only brought up to us uh, one time there by one doctor, she said, "You know." You do really good good work helping people and serving people uh in Brazil and if if this baby survives you're not gonna be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Don't you think it would be better to consider an abortion? So it did come and up and okay. it came up just with one, one one doctor there and for us, um we had already, you know, before we had ever gotten pregnant with her, mm-hmm. made the decision, considered it, and and considered what we saw in God's Word that any child God gives us at any stage in the pregnancy mm-hmm. and with whatever problems is, first of all, made in His image and is precious beyond measure because of that and is a gift to us. And, you mm. know, one thing Beautiful. that we really saw um, jumped out Jumped off the pages of Scripture to us, Romans eight twenty eight, For we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, mm-hmm. who are called according to his purpose. And knowing going in and being reaffirmed every time we went yeah. to the word, that as hard as this was, as tragic as this was, that this was God's plan. You know, he was working for our good. For the good of our little Anna. And at this point
0: in time, it's a very low probability that she would survive. Is that still the case? Even
1: even then, it was -hmm. was a low probability she would survive. It would be a lifetime Mm. of medical care. Okay. Um,
0: Now, did you find out what um, condition or disease or whatever she
2: had? Yeah, eventually the the doctors realized they needed to do an amniocentesis okay. to to figure out to do genetic testing and figure out what she had because until they knew that they they didn't really know how to progress with with planning her care after right. she was born, um, and so uh, we did the amniocentesis where they take a little bit of amniotic fluid and and look at the cells the baby cells that are in there
4: yeah.
2: and um, just analyze the the chromosomes and the genes and things like that and. Um, so from that, they found out that she had trisomy 18, which ah. which is considered um, a fatal chromosomal abnormality. Yeah, they
1: said it's mm-hmm. a condition that is not compatible with life. Yeah, yeah and, is that right? Yeah. yeah.
2: Okay. And at that point, it, it explained all the problems she had, but it also made us. It also was. It was really hard because we had started to think about oh, heart surgery and right. and different things like maybe we can get through this. Maybe we can yes. do something to to help her um, live. Mm. A, a good life even with her disabilities. Mm-hmm. And then when we found this out, we realized, you know, we're not going to be able to keep her for a long time. Mm-hmm. There still is a chance with that babies with trisomy 18 could be born and live for weeks or months or very rarely even years. Mm-hmm. But the, the vast majority don't. And that um, tends
1: to be with with milder forms. Yeah. And Anna's form was fairly severe, severe yes. uh, because of the deformities in her arms and her legs and her oh heart. My. Um, so mm. that, you know, that was kind of point number two when mm. it, you know, came crashing down again. Like you said, it was a roller coaster. It was yeah. little bits of hope and little bits more of hope, and in some ways, almost beginning just just slightly to plan what the future was going to look like and mm-hmm. how we could care for how we could care for her. And really, you know, I mean, I, I found for myself, you know, I. In, in talking to God, I was saying, Lord, please let me give up this life that I love and this, this dream that I have had my whole life of serving you as a missionary pilot. Please mm-hmm. let me be able to give this up to take care of Anna. Oh, my. Yes. And yes. the answer ended up being no. And, um, mm-hmm.
2: It did seem like just at the point where where he had come to that conclusion and I had – come to the conclusion, you know, maybe God has given us something special. You know, maybe we're extra lucky to have gotten a child that's not normal, but a child mm-hmm. that has all these extra problems. Maybe maybe it's a privilege hmm. to have this um to care for maybe for a long time. That's an amazing. You know, we had come to thought. that feel that conclusion and that feeling and then then we found out that that after all we probably wouldn't get to mm-hmm. to care for her for very long.
0: So um here you are with a trisomy 18 baby you're carrying and the um prospect does not look good for uh, little Anna's survival what what happens next
1: well she was uh she was an early baby she had she did come early. quit quit growing and uh, she was very small and she hmm. came about uh 6 weeks early uh, hmm. for her due date uh she was at 34 weeks she was only the size of a 28 week old she oh my uh, only weighed one pound and 12 ounces. And as we were on the way to the hospital, it's about a two-hour drive to get to New York Presbyterian. Um, we uh, didn't quite make it, and she was is born that in right? the car. She was born in the she car. She was born on the George Washington Bridge. On the George Washington Bridge. Crossing was. the river. Oh, my. And uh, This is the stuff movies are making. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This, this could be a movie. Oh, my. Movie. Um, but we got to hold her for 11 hours before you did. she went to be with our Lord.
0: Now this, there's much more information here and I, I'm thinking that our listeners would find it very interesting if we could have a second installment of A Plain Answer and and go this, over some of the details. But um, for those that are out there that maybe have a problem pregnancy or maybe have um, even had an abortion, there's hope, isn't there? There's hope in Jesus Christ. Can we close out talking about some of the hope some of the emotions you had certainly it had to be a downer but there's also constantly i'm hearing that christ sustained both of you
2: yeah and a lot of people say how you know how did you ever handle that i couldn't have handled that but the truth is god gave us the grace to handle it when we needed it mm-hmm. and the only perspective that I can see this as being okay is, is because of the hope we have in Christ, mm. knowing that we have eternity in heaven and, and her life also is is eternal in heaven. Um, that makes That's the only sort of thing that makes this sort of experience yeah. okay. It doesn't mean we didn't cry so much. It doesn't mean we weren't right. so very heartbroken. But um, if somebody asked me for encouragement who didn't know Christ, I wouldn't even know what to say. I would I would only be able to say you know without the hope that we have in Jesus in eternity, um, yeah, there really isn't a whole lot of hope. Yeah, but you know we we did come out of it knowing that we have a child waiting for us in heaven, knowing that she is okay up up there with God and that's right and perfect. Yes, and happy.
0: Amen to that. Um, if a listener is struggling maybe with a problem pregnancy or something related to the life that God gives a little baby in the womb. And they have a question for you. Um, We have an email address, so they could email us, and I would forward it to one of you. Um, That email address is ministry at redeemerbroadcasting.org. But uh, in closing, just a quick word of encouragement to listeners who are struggling about the whole question of life.
1: Yeah, every life is a gift from God. And we saw with Anna's life, a glimpse of God's goodness, a glimpse of His love that we had never seen before. Um, we do feel special for being her parents. You mm-hmm. know, we yeah. realize that, wow, God must love us so much to have yes. given her to us, even for such a short time, because w- we realize how special she was. Mm-hmm. And to have seen the lives that she impacted. Through through no action of her own, through solely through God's grace and His providence, mm-hmm. and that God gave her to us, Amen. You know that that is an incredible, incredible love.
0: What we'll do is we'll end there because we are out of time. This is a plain answer here at Redeemer Broadcasting. God willing, we'll have a second installment of this interesting account today in the studio. Has been Jeremiah and Julie Diedrich, missionaries with Wycliffe translators, uh, the Reverend Mark Diedrich. Jeremiah's dad, I'm Dan Elmendorf A quick reminder, join us again Next week at the same time For another edition of A Plain Answer